Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello. It's Tuesday, the 5th of October, and thanks for joining me, Simon Calder, for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the Travel Desk of The Independent. Today, the UK's new high-speed rail route may lose its eastern promise. Flying in Europe, the UK remains way down in flights compared with two years ago, and Australia's Prime Minister is in no rush to welcome back international visitors. Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. Do feel free to sign up anytime at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. You are probably familiar with High Speed 2. Just a reminder, of course, that High Speed 1 is the rail link that goes from London St Pancras International to Ashford and Folkestone in Kent, where it disappears into the Channel Tunnel. The only truly high-speed rail line in the UK. But we're building another one called HS2. And that is going to run, says the organisers, from London to Birmingham. At that point, it's going to split into a kind of Y formation. The left-hand side, going west, will head up to Crewe and to Manchester. And the right-hand side, meanwhile, goes to Well, a number of destinations not particularly well served by rail. That's Nottingham, it's Sheffield and finally to Leeds, which does have a reasonable connection on the East Coast mainline, but has a lot of congestion. And the whole idea is spend £100 billion and you get this marvellous new 21st century rail spine running down the length of the country, which greatly improves well speed, capacity, everything. It uh, will be a miracle cure. However... While everybody seems to be in favour of the first part of Birmingham, uh, which will take a huge amount of pressure off the West Coast main line, and looking forward to extending that up to Crewe, uh, to Manchester with benefits for people travelling to Liverpool, to Carlisle, to Glasgow, the eastern leg isn't anywhere near so visible in the sense that work hasn't really begun on it. They're just doing some sort of preliminary groundbreaking looks at uh, where it would go, including bizarrely directly below East Midlands Airport without actually stopping there, which I never quite understood. Anyway, that might well be completely irrelevant because, well, the Transport Secretary has said... Oh, yeah, well, this was a Labour idea from, well, he said 15 or 20 years ago. I make it 12 years ago, but um, what's a few years between friends? And he said, we want to make sure we get trains to Leeds in a way that actually benefits people on the network and not blindly follow some plan invented 15 to 20 years ago, which no longer benefits people. And he said, Midlands Rail Hub and Northern Powerhouse Rail are things they've been invented. They hadn't been when HS2 was first designed. 
We need to work these things together. This is all talking to the Financial Times. Are we doing things in the best way and in the right order? And it appears that what he's suggesting is if you do want to get to Leeds, it's easy. Catch a train to Manchester. Oh, and it will probably carry on over the Pennines to Leeds. This is going to, well, it already has, infuriate people in, for example, Nottingham, in Sheffield, because they're served by the East Midlands line, which does its best, but frankly, isn't really at the races. Um, For example, Getting to Sheffield in South Yorkshire uh, takes two hours. Um, By that time, you could be well north of York on the East Coast Main Line, probably 50, 70 miles further. And of course, it would also mean that the current Birmingham Leeds journey time, almost two hours, wouldn't shrink significantly. The target time is 46 minutes for the 116 mile journey. Wouldn't that be absolutely great? There's an awful lot of fury about it. There will be some people, environmentalists particularly, um, who say we absolutely don't need more big railway lines. But everybody in the rail industry is aghast. However, it's been fairly well trailed. It would fit in with time and time again the uh, way that governments kind of come up with a good idea. Let's electrify the railway line to Bristol. And then they stop about 20 miles short of Bristol because they've sort of run out of money and enthusiasm. It's uh, a very sad reflection, I think, on the way that we do things in this country. But that is the government, ladies and gentlemen, that we elected with an 80-seat majority. Talking of governments and the travel restrictions that they impose, well, the UK remains well down the pecking order in terms of aviation. It's interesting to see the very quick updates that are produced by the Director General of Eurocontrol. He's a chap called Eamon Brennan, very nice fellow. Been lucky enough to meet him a couple of times. Anyway, he tweets out how many flights there were to, from and within each European country as a sort of snapshot. And he's done it for Monday. And it's interesting to see the decline compared with the same day in 2019. The UK, absolutely uh, lowest, 41% down. Germany is down by 36%. That's just that's sort of quite close. France and Italy both down 28%. So, yeah just over a quarter and there is one star performer that is Greece which actually shows a tiny increase 0.2% more flights on the 4th of October compared with the same date in 2019 now I suspect that amounts to about two flights altogether but it's still a creditable improvement and it shows that if you are really enthusiastic about keeping your country open and doing all great the great things that tourism can do well this is the way to do it One country which absolutely does not want any of them tourists is Australia. I last week sat through Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister's interminably long press conference and worked out that um, they weren't going to be opening up to international travellers anytime soon. All he said during that was a brief mention of overseas students and skilled migrants and that they would be um, highest priority in terms of foreign non-Australian citizens and residents. And all he said was next year we'll be in a very different place again. Well, the Irish Independent is now reporting that, uh, that he has actually reiterated 
on uh, on today on Tuesday on today that they will not be looking for foreign visitors until next year and that clearly will be a welcome uh, turn for not just the Australian tourist industry but the many many people who have been waiting to see loved ones in Australia. The Australian Tourism Export Council, which is a clever way of doing things because it says, hang on, this is like an export, all these people coming to see us. They want international travellers back by March. The thing is, I mean, March is fine. It's sort of autumn in Perth, in Sydney, in Melbourne, in Adelaide. It's, yeah, further north you go. Oh, crikey, it's very autumn in, in Hobart, Tasmania. Further north you go, the better. But really, I'm not sure that I'm going to be racing over there in March. Anyway, that's quite enough from me for today. Uh, thank you very much indeed for listening. You can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.